0: It's Learning to Listen with Quinn, Naomi, and Charlie
1: Yeah, welcome to Learning to Listen Boom, boom, boom This is an edition of Bargain Bin Bargain Bin Uh, That's where we find the albums that, uh, you know, maybe didn't get so much love for one reason or the other And uh, we you know, see if they're worthy of a second chance. Uh, You got Charlie on the drops over there. Right on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a relevant drop. That's my
0: forever drop. That's my forever drop. Okay,
1: we're working on it. We're working on it. We found a new role for Charlie, and uh, I don't think he read the job description, but we'll we'll, we'll have a little chat afterwards. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, Naomi, how's it going? pretty good
2: i wanted to wear a special irish pub shirt today to honor this band that we're going to talk about who's irish <laughs> who's who's actually a complete embarrassment to ireland
1: Ooh, okay coming in with the hot takes already um this is yeah my anyway least
2: favorite band on earth so i can't wait to get into this. oh
1: and you're the one who suggested this you just wanted to roast a band Fuck um yet. okay Well, I didn't say my name. My name is Quinn. Uh, Remember, you guys, you can go to patreon.com slash learning to listen, and you can help us out uh, by throwing us a buck or two. If you subscribe, guess what you get? You get early bonus content. The episodes come out early. You get to hear all the stuff we were talking about while the mics were heating up, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, God, I don't even know what we talked about. We were just rambling away (laughs) today. So so I'm sure there was something interesting in there. God, I hope there was. (laughs) god i hope this is interesting the album we're talking about today is u2's 2004 songs of innocence
2: 2014 sorry dude
1: oh sorry yeah 2014 (laughs) yeah might as well um i don't know like where do we start with these well like this is the one okay let's start with this this is the one the infamous album that everybody woke up one day and was suddenly on their iphone Mm -hmm. or their ipod i guess if it was hooked up to uh to itunes or apple music or whatever it was Mm -hmm. yeah and uh i don't know about you guys i don't know if this if you if that's what happened with you but my initial gut reaction was like what Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want some <laughs> yep. fucking garbage YouTube album you two out You want to give me some iPhone? for
0: free? Get the shit out of here. I don't want this free stuff. Get your free stuff out of here and take your generosity <laughs> and shove it up your ass.
1: But it's not generosity. This is the way I, I kind of, I, I saw somebody say this somewhere in something I was reading today, and I was like, they nailed it. And uh, I would love to give that person credit. But they basically called it uh, like um, uh, rock and roll dystopian junk mail. you know (laughs) like it'd be one thing if you woke up and there was like hey do you want to opt into this album you know it's like YouTube put an album out and you can listen to it for free because this is before a lot of streaming was really really taking off like I mean streaming services were around but this was still in the era of like buy songs for 99 cents or buy the whole album for $9 or $10 or whatever it is you know like and download the thing to listen to it so this is one you didn't have to pay for you could just download it but if you had your phone, which most people do, set up to automatically sync anything they purchase, it just went right on your phone. And so you could just be hitting play or get in the car and it synced up with like your Bluetooth or whatever that time. Or, and boom, all of a sudden you're listening to Charlie hit it. Hello, 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 hello. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that made me so goddamn mad. Didn't that make you guys mad?
2: Yeah, I I was an iPhone user at the time and I was like, so my least favorite band on the earth is in my fucking phone and I don't even know how to delete this fucking album. When really what they should have done is, hey, like you said, hey, would you like to download this album for free? <laughs> Click this link. Not this yeah, bullshit. I,
1: was Steve Jobs still alive or was this one of those post Steve Jobs decisions? Oh sure. I know that Apple and YouTube had like a bit of a relationship going back. I remember like there was a uh, an iPad, iPod promotion maybe in the early mid 2000s that, you know, like you could like there's a limited
2: there... a limited edition
1: YouTube iPod. Yeah, yeah. Um... So they were like, oh, you know what, me fans would like all of our songs. Just assuming everybody you know who owns a fucking Apple product is a YouTube fan.
0: This was post Steve, <laughs> post Jobs era. Knew it. I
1: knew it. I don't. It. I
2: don't know if he was dead yet, but Tim Cook Wait. was the one in charge.
0: He died in 2011, and this was 2014.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Fucking. Ever since Steve Jobs, man, things have been going downhill at, at Apple.
2: Now Bono um, making... and Steve Jobs were friends. Apparently, they were. They were actually tight. Sorry, but
0: the thing is, who was tight with Steve
2: Bono, Jobs? Bono. Bono was That's tight my with Steve Jobs. <laughs>
0: Sorry, how did you pronounce his
2: name? Boner. I said boner. Is that what you're saying? That's I'm what I'm sure, saying. Pretty
0: sure you're saying boner.
2: That's what I was saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were tight, and um, and they yeah. Uh, they, uh, what am I saying? Okay. So Steve, Jobs, <laughs> Steve Jobs was not known for being philanthropic, but apparently Bono came out and defended Steve Jobs to the world and said that him and Apple together raised so much money for AIDS research in Africa. And then oh, like, yeah, I
1: Bono couldn't work. go five minutes without letting the world know what a charitable, awesome guy he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I got you off Naomi. What were you saying?
2: No, no, it's uh, no, but he had Steve Jobs back about that because, I, as far as I've ever heard, Steve Jobs didn't donate money to charity at all.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, mean, I really don't. Well. I don't know. I mean, okay. So, I guess the idea of this is to listen to these things and give them an, a a fair shake, and. You know, I, I'll admit, and it sounds like that's probably your experience in Naomi. I don't know. Charlie hasn't uh, chimed in here yet, but I do know that uh, he's probably a little more on the side of U2 than we are. I'm I'm but, more pro U2. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing is, this one was a hard one to be open-minded about just because I just have such a distaste for U2. I, I don't, it's not even their music as much as, I mean, it's a lot of their music. A lot of their music is terrible, but, or in my opinion. <laughs> But it's also, yeah, just them as people. Like, I don't like the, I don't, I don't, I don't, I like, I I don't like Bono's public persona. Mm -hmm. I don't like the things he says. I -hmm. don't like his, you know, some of his politics, even though I should agree with his politics. Maybe it's just the way he goes about them. It's like, uh, it's how he carries
2: himself yeah it's it's, it's not necessarily what he's saying it's how he says it how he, he says
1: it yeah exactly and then it's also just even think musically like the way they approach music i don't like the way they talk about music i don't like like mm-hmm. i it just there's nothing about you two that you that like uh makes me want to like them so even if they do make good music i'm still already going to be on the side of like make, fuck you two
2: they make mediocre
1: music at best but
2: so many people consider them the, one of the greatest bands on earth of all time. And I'm like, well, why?
1: Okay, there's definitely a time and a place and there's maybe an album or two, I would say mostly in the 80s, you know, that, yeah, all right, I get it. I get it, yeah. you know? They, they hit, they hit. Um, that I,
2: okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name three songs I like by you 2 just to be to not be such a dick. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Um, I like the song, um, Angel of Harlem.
0: That's a good song, yeah. Okay,
2: it's a nice tune, right? Catch a little tune. There's something about it that's endearing. It's it's not, uh, it's more of a pop fun tune, it doesn't seem so serious, maybe that's part of it. Um, so there's that one. Then there's uh, Numb.
0: I love that song.
2: There's something <laughs> okay. about Numb I like, even though it's kind of like. <laughs> do 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 baby baby and then he's like <laughs> you know it's it's very it's an dumb. odd song but i like it
0: yeah it's like it should be called
1: dumb yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holy
2: shit yes wow.
1: um uh, I'll, I'll give you that out of their catalog it's interesting it's a choice The best
2: one <laughs> the best it's a choice the best one is hold me thrill me kiss me kill me
1: oh that's a
0: great song
2: from the batman forever soundtrack
1: yeah i mean at the time in their career at least it was a song that was still kind of a rock and roll song
2: it had strings in it and shit i liked it
1: but um
2: and a catchy melody
1: yeah i don't know like i don't think when i was a kid i didn't mind you too i had uh uh, Joshua Tree, you know, everybody had a copy of that. Sure. I had one mm-hmm. on cassette. I listened to it sometimes. Like it wasn't one of my go-to albums, but like, we, we, you know, it had the hits on it. It had "Where the Streets Have No Names." It had uh, uh, "One," I think. Right? Is that on there? It's nah, on.
2: Ac- I think one's on Actung Baby."
1: What else did What else did Joshua Tree have? It's been so long.
2: Uh... With or but without you.
1: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Biggest song off that album, I think. Was that bigger than Where the Streets Have No Name? Oh, you know what? I mean, it might have been. That's the big one to me.
0: Uh, The the other one might have been bigger after the fact. It Mm. it became a lot bigger. Either way, that was that's probably
1: their. I would say, if anything, that's probably their peak, though, right? Like. I was a yeah. few albums in. That was the one that was like the big, you know, produced by Daniel Langlois or whatever. And like, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's, it's the most, it's a real cohesive album. It's, 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 it's good. It is what it is. Like when I hear those songs now, they don't, you know, do as much, do much for me, but, but, uh, but man, like I, this, this is a band that has been desperate to find relevance like pretty much since their peak in like the late 80s early 90s and have only managed to maybe basically rest on their laurels and otherwise like i don't know have they ever managed to be relevant again like i mean yeah they've had the odd kind of hit here and there but Mm -hmm. but musically like i don't think they're i don't think they're really managing to like really turn anybody's head that much these days right
2: they're in that rut they're in that. Ru- Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. I,
0: I mean, I was I was gonna say they had me. I went through a, a, a U2 YouTube phase for quite a while, and I liked a lot of their older rock stuff for sure. But I even liked up until like I like I, they were I was into them up until like ninety seven or so when they did pop, and that was the last thing that I really liked of them, I think. But I, I liked when they tried the electro kind of fun stuff. I I know, and I know from experience that, Quinn, you hate Zeropa because I've made you listen Zeropa to
1: Zeropa is a god-awful record. In its it entirety. Is fucking atrocious.
0: On a road trip. Front to
1: back, that album is bad, and that's the one with Numb on it.
0: <laughs> that makes me feel even better about liking the album, is that, you know, you hate it so much. I don't know why, but...
1: Okay, um, but here's the thing, is, is it's not like you played it for me, and I was like, oh, I was wrong about this record. You played it for me, and I was like, I'm so right about this album. It is a bad album. It's yeah, so bad.
0: In my head, and also out loud during the during the time of listening to it, I was like, I don't know, this is a good song. I like this song, and a different song would come on and be like, I like this song what, too. What, this what song.
1: songs? What songs are on that album? That album sounds like this. Wow, wow, blah <laughs> blah <laughs> blah <laughs> blah blah That's what that album fucking sounds like front to back, and then Edge starts singing bah, 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 bah. And then <laughs> what the like no fucking songs on that fucking album. No, I will give you this: Songs of Innocence. Head and shoulders way better than Zuuropa <laughs> way better but much much better yeah I
0: know after the after the late after pop, I just I couldn't anymore with their stuff. It was definitely too much searching for relevance, especially especially this album. this album was totally searching for relevance and trying to do in my opinion it was what it tried to do was hit the super do everything and everything that was popular mm-hmm. at the time. And in mm-hmm. by trying to do everything, actually accomplished like
1: nothing. Okay, is this everybody's first listen through? Yes, this full album. Did you ever listen to any of these songs? I know they had some singles, but I never heard the singles except no. that that I when I did have it on my iPhone for that hot minute when it dropped in two thousand fourteen was the first. The title of the first song caught my eye mm-hmm. uh, because being uh, you know a bit of a Ramones fan. The very first song is called the miracle bracket of Joey Ramone and bracket. And I played that song and I didn't like it. And then I was like, fuck this. And I like, I fucking hate you too. Like, and I deleted it. never listened to it. Never heard these songs played on the radio. They've never come up actually today to even play it on my phone because I did opt in to delete the album and hide it. Mm -hmm. I had to go and undo that to listen to it again.
0: (laughs) Well, you own it again. Now it's yours again.
1: I I can mean I, I now I'd have to download it, but like this was just like so I could even stream it because uh, mm-hmm. I use Apple Music for this sort of stuff, so it doesn't screw up my Spotify algorithms because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want them fucking suggesting more goddamn U two and Macho Man Randy Savage. And-
0: oh, I don't care. <laughs> all, of this, all of these bargain bins and everything we listen to is going on my Spotify, so that it's gonna just be like a a real mess of a fucking algorithm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm keeping them separate for just this. But I've got to say, listening through, I didn't hate it. Um. Yeah, basically my big overall impression of this album was I was like, this sounds like, every, most songs sound either like they're for a bank commercial or for the end credits of a movie. <laughs> every single, like, you know, the whole album sounds like one or the other. It's kind of like, I kept picturing like, some bmo commercial where they're like oh save up for your retirement and they show you on some kind of yacht or whatever and it's like a song it's just youtube song playing over the top songs yeah yeah or that i or i just saw like you know like rush hour three and you know like one of these songs is playing in the credits after the song's over that's pretty funny yeah, that's pretty good that, that that was my overall impression i mean it's it's yeah it's meh it's safe I would it's say it's just middle of the road as middle of the road gets.
0: It's middle of the road, but it's better than I expected it to be. So, if I had to give it, uh, like out of 100, a hundred, a score out of a hundred, a hundred being like you know the best album in the world, my favorite album in the world, I'd say it's like let's say fifty-eight percent. Okay. So. You know, it's not. It's not like you know. It's it's. There are there are large patches songs that just bleed together because they're so bland and there's no energy and there's mm-hmm. no vibe and there's no nothing. But then and, and just when I was like, oh god, I we listened to most of it while we were doing driving around and running some errands today, and uh, there were large patches where I was like, how many songs just passed? Was it three? Was it four? And then you know, there's like three or four good ones that I was like. Oh, I actually kind of like this a little bit. Like, you know, it's all right. Funny enough, Mm. the Joey Ramone song was like the album started. I don't remember. I'm sure I had listened to these before, but I don't remember. And I was like, "This is not bad." You know, if the whole album is on this caliber, it might be okay. It was not on that caliber the whole time, though. Yeah. You know, at least you had. I wouldn't even
1: say that's one of the highlights. Um. Uh, I don't, it's not one of the lowest parts of the album, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think it was a good starter. I, it's, it's like, it does I don't think it knows what it it wants to be. (laughs) Right. It's (laughs) a song.
2: It's generic U2 formula.
1: It's
0: super generic.
1: Well, I've got to say, actually, I think the highlights of this album are kind of when they lean into, you know, there's a song called Volcano. Mm-hmm. and it's uh, as far as generic goes like the lyrics are pretty it's like a volcano get ready to blow 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 you're standing on ground that's a volcano under your feet whatever they are whatever but the the song itself has kind of got this like you know 80s radio rock sound to it, it actually reminded me a little bit of the cult like i could uh, uh, picture what's his face from the cult singing it instead of bono and i was like mm-hmm. oh this would totally make sense it's a cult song mm-hmm. i was like this is a probably one of the better songs on the album. And it's one of the only ones that's not uh, produced by danger mouse. Mm -hmm. It actually sounds like a band playing a song. It sounds like a band got in a room together, picked four or five chords, came up with a a verse, like a chorus on the spot to be like, uh, what's a catchy hook, you know, something rhymes Uh, volcano. That's a cool rock and roll thing to sing about. And they wrote a cool rock and roll song (laughs) about a volcano. Good. Great, not pretentious, just a rock and roll song. Not totally overproduced. It's one <laughs> of it's probably the highlight on the record for me. And then everything else is just like, is produced to death. It took them four years to fucking record this album. Yeah. What a waste but, of their time. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one that caught my ear, at least the beginning of the song, and then once the song kind of builds into the body of the song, it it loses momentum and it becomes a very generic song and just. Disappears in the rest of the, is a uh, this is where you can reach me now. Hmm. It opens with this guitar lick that's very Keith Richards. That's the um,
0: can't you hear rolling me? Rolling Stone. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's got this yeah, can't you hear me knocking vibe. And even I when Bono starts singing, it's still got a little bit of that vibe going. But once it builds into the body of the song, it really loses. Like, man, there's nothing you can, like, tap your toe to. There's nothing you can, like... For a band that back in the 90s was like, rock is dead, it's about pop music, people want to dance, they don't care about guitars anymore. Well, then write a fucking song somebody can dance to, you assholes. <laughs> you know good what I mean? Good point, like, good point. I wouldn't be offended at all if I was like, yeah, you know, I'll listen to electronic music all day long if it's got a good beat and I can, you mm-hmm. know, bop along to it. You couldn't dance to disco tech. Mm. ah disco tag that's right i don't know not to this fucking album i sure could not like, <laughs> <sighs> i don't know yeah naomi what was <laughs> this your first listen through this whole album
2: it, it was i didn't bother with it i just tried to get it off my phone when it came out uh i just found the whole thing musically and melodically uninventive it was just the typical slosh crap they've been trying to sling at us forever in my opinion it kind of sounds like the crap Bon Jovi has been putting out for the last three albums if you if you actually okay Bon Jovi is my favorite band but they have been trying to sound like this band for a while have I don't know if you've heard anything they put out recently but they've got those grandiose chants and oh and shit like that all over the album it's a very u2ish guitar sound they're trying to make the same sound so when i was listening to that i i kind of felt like i was listening to a new bon jovi record which annoyed me even more
1: (laughs) oh that's yeah it's such a shame right because these guys in what i mean is essentially the twilight of their career Mm -hmm. instead of taking chances where people would probably applaud them for taking chances Mm -hmm. they're just being safer than ever and it's so bland i mean what's the point of getting danger mouse to produce your record if you're not just going to go full on like let's make a like electronic album let's make this danger mouse i mean yeah. you know i get that there's musicians well, in the band who want to play but i mean i don't know if the Edge is one of them he doesn't seem to give a shit about playing guitar so
2: i kind of feel bad for the rest of this band sometimes cuz i think that they they probably just we don't know much about the rest of the guys in this band because bono is such a centerpiece and i know so, that one of the name larry wonder Larry and Isn't There Adam and Larry mm-hmm. and yeah, and,
1: yeah. I've actually got to say if I if I have to give anybody credit on this album, um, is it who's the bass player? Adam
0: Clayton. Adam.
1: Yeah, he has some pretty pretty good bass tone on a couple of these songs sounds pretty good i'm like yeah man that's that's good i would use that as a production (laughs) note if i you know go into the studio and be like you know what has a good really good bass sound believe it or not songs of innocence the u2 album put that on let's try and see if we can maybe dial that that bass tone in not not the playing per se the playing is just whatever it's just there's nothing there's nothing challenging there right
2: i was gonna say as musicians how do you both feel about the instrumentation on this album
1: well, I was pleasantly surprised that The Edge actually, in a couple of songs, plays guitar. Like, actually, didn't just go jingle, 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 jingle. Because The the Edge's thing is he just, like, he just, every song is just jingle, 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 jingle. He might as well be, like, shaking some keys around, you know? But uh on this one, there's actually a few guitar licks, and there's one lead guitar part in one of the songs. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, The Edge is doing his job. <laughs> um the drums were actually good for what they were they weren't like super interesting or or but like the production of them was good they sounded good
0: hey you know what the you know what they, they, they sound good. a hell of a lot better than any metallica drums ever
1: well then especially saint anger yeah like you maybe than any ever Maybe We're just gonna say
2: that about every album we review. Well, it sounds better than the drums on that the, the Metallica drums sound album. Better
0: than Metallica.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Charlie, what did you think?
0: For the, like the guitar and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, guitar. it was a pretty fierce, mild, you know, for a lot of it. <laughs> Uh, but I did like the times where, there, yeah, like, I think there was a bit of guitar in the jo- Joey Ramone song. And then I definitely, Volcano was a standout track. And uh, I think the one right after it, Raised by Wolves, uh, had some guitar parts in it, too. And I was like, okay. Like, I thought by that point, I was like, okay, so I think that maybe if you took three or four songs off of this album, you could have made a much better, like, EP or
1: something. Oh, yeah. yeah what Actually, a, What a I'm low bar has been... So that's it. I'm glad so if you mentioned take...
2: Raised by Wolves because yeah. that song was actually probably to me the best song on the album.
0: Yeah. So if you take the Joey Ramone song, Volcano, Raised by Wolves, and then This is Where You Can Reach Me Now and put those out as like a short four song little EP, that's not terrible. Hmm. But the rest of it, nothing. What a
1: low, low bar has been set by this band (laughs) that he plays a few power chords and we're like, hey, not bad. (laughs) Like, like, what the fuck, man? But the rest of it just sounds... A lot of these songs apparently got licensed to, uh, I think, rock bands or whatever is like downloadable content. I'm like, was there anybody who's like, oh, you know what we got to get? Forget... Uh through the fire and flames by Dragon Force, <laughs> we gotta get raised by wolves by you too. Because let me tell you, the Edge's guitar is just like playing fucking rock I just press, I just press the buttons here, Tom. Right? Doo, doo, doo,
2: doo, doo, Even doo, 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 I, I could play that shit an expert. Even <laughs> I. I.
1: I mean, I, I, we might have brought it up on the podcast before, but I'm gonna if there's a documentary that's half like biography half just uh i don't know it's it's called uh it might get loud it's uh it's three guitar players who's it it's jack white jimmy the page edge and jimmy page yes that's right and yeah. the three of them are kind of sitting around like talking about guitar and sharing licks or whatever and like there's so many times that the like the edge it's like what are you doing here mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like like I,
2: is he really going jingling, a ling, a ling, a ling? And they're <laughs> like, guys, check this out. Yeah,
1: well, like you have Jimmy Page who wrote some of the fucking most memorable guitar licks, like m- of riffs of all time that people have studied over and over again. The guitar magazines have like tabbed out from like you know, and Will and t- into time and nauseum, like you know, because kids just you know, like he. he He's so prolific that he wrote a riff that is essentially banned from music stores, <laughs> right? Because people are like, enough, enough fucking Jimmy Page, right? Like, you know, and then you've got Jack White, who is, you know, arguably the the, the bearer of the flame or whatever, you know, like he's sure. holding that torch. He's still writing rock riffs, you know, memorable ones, you know, like, yeah, okay, we can have arguments about... uh his technicality as a guitar player but i mean did you write the riff to seven nation army because he sure did you know like i think he deserves to be there and, and talk about guitar yeah. and then you have the edge who wrote jingle 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 <laughs> And they're, they're showing each other licks you know like it, it's it, it blows your mind it'll be it'll be Jack White talking to Jimmy Page and being like, oh, can you show me this one part in the Rain song that I never got down? And it's like, oh yeah, sure, it goes like this, and he's like, oh man, I've never been able to figure that out, I've looked at like the tab so many times, I've listened to the song, and I could just never figure out what you are doing with your whatever finger, you know, the voicing on that. And then, they'll look at the edge and be like, hey, how did the riff in uh, Where the Streets Have No Name go? And he goes, like this, jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> They're like, yeah, cool. Anyway. (laughs) Hey,
2: there's a a song on this album, Cedarwood Road. It seemed really promising when it started, even the guitar. Like, I was like, I like this riff. This is cool. And then it kind of, so it shocked me. And then it kind of brought me back to that whole whole, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me thing. And I was like, kind of similar to that. And then the chorus bored the shit out of me. (laughs) Then you lost me. You can't write a fucking chorus. I'm I'm out of here with this song. Forget it.
1: Okay, well, I mean the vocals are the vocals, right? Mm-hmm. They're what you've come to expect. I mean the edge didn't, you know, fucking monotone his way through a song on this one, so <laughs> I mean I guess that's a bonus. But uh <laughs> Um But it's like, you know, Bono's voice is basically the same voice it's been for Oh, like 35 years now
2: Yeah Right, like
1: He's consistent album to album I'm sure if you saw him live I'm sure he's doing the old songs in the same key Well his you range know? is
2: very limited anyway So it's like It's not a huge fucking stretch for him Yeah I, but I, he's I that he's never had to really push his voice I've never actually sat there And thought wow Bondo's voice has really changed over the years Or anything like that Because it's not It's exactly the same Because it doesn't really mm-hmm. do anything it's yeah. Boring. So I mean,
1: I mean you got you get the Bono you expect. I mean, you know, I he don't, don't think that's a, a plus b- or a minus either way really. He
2: does use a falsetto sometimes, like in numb. What's that song yeah. again, Charlie?
1: <laughs> oh, for fuck's
0: sake. It should be called dumb. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um
1: He does but, use uh, his
2: falsetto, but uh so, I've but never, I mean, okay. I've never I don't think he needs to tune down the songs to sing them like some bands do now
1: mm, right because they it can't is hit those notes is. anymore
2: because they were um, never that big notes anyway
1: this does have a uh uh what is her name like Likey lee mm-hmm. that song uh, wasn't too bad yeah it's it's okay it was a good album I well it's I, so uh i did end up listening through the bonus tracks through some of the and I was kind of surprised. I didn't listen through all of them. I was just like, oh, my hands are full and the album's still playing. Because uh, I cut it off at 11. 11 tracks, and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I had to listen to this. I listen. I, I try to listen to every album we listen to twice, at least. Once, Yeah, I do I just, more than I do. Mm. Once, gut, once gut reaction, and then once I'll dig in a little more and like read some liner notes and like mm-hmm. read some lyrics, right? And just see if I get any more depth out of it one way or the other. Mm. um which brings me to i don't know did was there any lyrics that caught your attention was there any lyrics that you were like okay like he's got something to say
2: isn't that all he does is talk
1: well i I mean like i know but i know know what
2: you're saying uh i didn't really pay attention to lyrics i gotta be honest with you yeah i'm not i listen to music usually for the melody and the for the music itself so i'm really bad with that i need to work on that
1: well, it's funny because I think the shallowest song on the whole album is the one that actually was the one that I, I enjoyed the most, right? That mm. was about the least. Sure. Um,
0: but uh, Yeah, Volcano. Yeah, I the mean, only, that's most of the biggest lyrics I, I paid attention to was in Volcano, for sure.
1: I mean, uh you guys weren't blown away by the lyrics Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara, 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 Barbara, Santa Barbara.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Did you notice they were kind of he was to kind of doing a bit of a Beach Boys thing without the harmony? Oh yeah. Santa Barbara. The melody the melody was kind of like Barbara Santa Barbara. Barbara, Santa Barbara. <laughs> You're like, okay, but this is where, you know, like Mike Love and all the other Beach Boys come in. Never yeah. happened. I
2: thought he yeah. said McLovin, not Mike Love. McLovin?
1: Mike, <laughs> McLovin? Um, I mean, I I don't know what that song is about. I guess it's about Santa Barbara. I, I, guess I had to take Santa a guess. Santa Barbara, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... I get why it's called uh, Songs of Innocence because it, like not all of them, but a few of them are definitely reflections of his youth. Like like the miracle of Joey Ramone is like about how apparently the Ramones blew his mind mm-hmm. when he was young and that set him off on the path to make music. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I relate to that. I, but like, why don't you not have any of the panache and like, z- like, like zero pretense and like, I don't know, punk rock of the fucking Ramones. Like, how well, about that's that? It.
0: And that's, that's the thing that gets super misleading when you put something like Joey Ramones name in a song title. Cause you're like, Oh, cool. Maybe it'll be like rocking like a Ramones thing. Some power chords or some really cool shit. Right. And then it's not anything like that. Yeah. You're what if like, it had been like Ramones by like Motorhead? Right. Yeah.
1: Which is, you know, like R-I-M-O-N-E-S, R-A-M-O-N-E-S, Ramones. Like, yeah. I, I would have gotten behind that in a minute. I oh, would have yeah. been like, damn, you 2 man. You guys heard this? They did some real shit for once. <laughs> but this one was just another U2 song where he just name drops. And he doesn't even name drop him in the song, just in the title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of annoying. And then I'm wondering, because he keeps referring to a specific song. in the And so, A, why in the title just Joey Ramone? Hmm. Why not the Ramones or Ramones? Te- technically, they're an odds. There are no the right, in the Ramones. name, but but I think we everybody's forgiven when they throw the in front of Ramones because it's just awkward to say just Ramones. Is
2: Joey the front person?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I don't know about them. <laughs> uh, i would have to take a minute, guys. <laughs> yes. I'm
2: so sorry. I'm so. Did you, embarrassed. did you just
1: ask who Joey Ramone was?
2: No, I said, is he the front person? Yes. I've heard of him, but I don't, okay. wow! So maybe Bono? Uh, yes, just a, yes, yes.
1: Joey Ramone he, was the front person. Maybe because
2: maybe because in Bono's band, to him, the only the front person matters. So
0: oh, you well, I think I something. think what it was is that Joey Ramone personally, like, was because he was the lead singer and all that, was like such a strong influence for Bono.
1: Yeah, I so hmm. Yeah, th- maybe that's why he didn't like like he it wasn't the music it was just joey ramon
0: as a person yeah
1: as a person not the music even though he as, says as a, as a, a song, front man i guess you know hmm. like like yeah maybe
0: he
2: found like him as like an inspiring perfect. front man
0: i think that's
1: what because it, he's what
2: what a front man what, so yeah. he was inspired to be a front man
1: i don't think he took a lot though from joey ramon like oh here's the here's he any he notes from him he kind of like wrote them down wrong you know what i mean here's
0: uh here's a thing by the uh globally sourced wikipedia that says uh the song pays tribute to joey ramon the lead singer of the ramones who had a strong influence on bono during their teenage years you two snuck into ramon's concerts and the experience of watching joey ramon uh perform made bono feel less self-conscious about his own singing so it's more of a oh this this guy's doing it i can do it that kind of a thing. Well,
1: that's kind of funny because that's how the Ramones started. They they saw the New York Dolls play and they were like, "Hey, if they can do it, we can do it." <laughs> so, see, kids, mm. you just do it. Anybody can do it. Just do it. Get some. I get it. You, you can probably be better than Bono.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still.
1: It's still funny though that it's like that. He's it's just for Joey that he's referring to, not the rest of the room. Maybe it's because I don't know, like. The rest of the Ramones, I mean, who's still alive? I guess Maki Ramon. Maki Ramon. He was an original Ramon. Uh, CJ's still out there kicking it, but he was not an original Ramon. But Dee Dee's dead. Johnny's dead. Joey's dead. Is well, Tommy wait, still
0: alive? When did Joey? When did Joey Ramon die?
1: Uh, early, early, early two thousands, like two thousand one, okay. so so... two thousand two.
0: He was not alive as of that, the recording and writing of that song. No, so.
1: no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, so I don't no, think I mean,
1: would... I, here's the thing. We were talking earlier about the, these guys desperately searching for some relevance. And part of me is like, eh, is dropping dropping Joey Ramone's name. Like, part of that desperately clinging to some relevance, looking for some relevance, being like, we're cool. Look, we'll, we'll name drop Joey Ramone. Maybe,
0: maybe. But I mean, it doesn't hurt that if he actually legitimately got influence, you know, from, from sneaking into those shows, right. Like then it's the whole, then it goes with the whole theme of the album. Right.
1: Yeah. I just wish it was a better song. (laughs) It was so promising.
2: And then (laughs) shit the bed.
1: There's much better tributes to the Ramones out there. There's a lot of bands that have recorded songs, tributing the Ramones uh a lot of punk bands you know and they're much better you know mm. uh I'm you trying really to think of, I mean really I've named one I yeah. already named one Ramones by Motorhead the Casualties have a song about the Ramones what is it called drinking beer sniffing glue don't give a fuck how the hippies feel well, However that goes I can't remember anymore um has it song called um uh, Meet me down on Joey Ramone Street.
0: Oh, hmm, I remember that. Who was that?
1: Spice Girls. Uh, <laughs> yes. No.
0: Did they do a, a
1: Ramone song? They definitely.
2: <laughs> Fuck no.
1: I can't uh... remember now. It was like a local band or something, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. Wasn't it the Reagan Cowboys? Maybe the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying like there's a lot of bands who did it did some tributes much better Mm. i mean yeah because i was wondering what song because he keeps referring to a song in the i um, need to get
2: bono's face off of my fucking browser sorry mm -hmm. i'm sick of looking at it
1: okay continue
0: that's a you thing not an us thing i mean i don't know
1: sorry continue (laughs) but yeah so he says i heard a song that made some sense out of the world so what song was it because you know Johnny wrote the songs too not just Joey.
0: Yeah, but I mean I don't think he was breaking it down like that in his brain. He was just like this guy, this angel appeared to yeah. me and he said Yeah, you're Thong. right.
1: I think think Naomi's right. He was transfixed on the lead singer. Yeah. That guy, that guy's the most important person. He's the one in the front. I'm going to be like him. I'll he doesn't have to load two. in any
0: He doesn't have to load in any <laughs> gear. That's the yes, job for me. I'm number one.
1: <laughs> the yes, fuck? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I used show to carry five I seconds before carry, sound check <laughs>
2: I used to carry guitars and I'd carry drum parts
0: just like I single would. parts you're like well here's like a drumstick or here's a symbol, here's a symbol. I'll bring this in
2: <laughs>
0: yeah I actually, very you helpful. actually had to open the bag to get the single symbol out and you brought it in like you're actually helping and the guy's like why didn't you bring the whole bag you're like I'm helping. <laughs> I'm helping. I
2: just bring I just bring some guitar strings and. Uh, and
0: then he was like, "Fucking singer,
2: yeah.
1: typical lead singer." <laughs> I'm helping. Um, all right. Well,
2: <laughs> I feel like uh, that was that kid on The Simpsons. I'm helping. I'm helping Ralph. Ralph Wiggum. Wiggum. <laughs>
1: it's Shike and Bike. Remember those commercials? It's Shike and Bike, and I helped. Um. All right. Well, what the fuck? I don't know. Is there anything else to be said about this? Is there any grand statement? Any anybody have their minds blown? Anybody like, wow, you know what? This is making it onto the regular rotation.
0: No, it's uh, definitely not doing that.
2: I'll never listen to it again by choice. <laughs> I would say I mean, that I would say that uh the fact my closing statement on this album is the fact that Bono thought they were doing us a favor. Just shows how ignorant and out of touch he is. Arrogant.
1: It's arrogant.
2: Arrogant, ignorant, and out of touch.
1: Yeah. That's,
2: yeah. That's how I feel about this whole debacle.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll give it this. Like, it wasn't uh, as bad as it could have been. It's better than Zoropa <laughs> by a long shot. Uh, so it's not like the worst. Year. It's not the worst YouTube album I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, it's probably better than pop, actually. If I think about it, right? Like lemon, I mean, I, lemon. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, <laughs> I, I mean, there's a couple of songs that weren't terrible on it.
0: Lemon, it's sucks just,
1: too. it's just, it's just not interesting. It's just not interesting. Not
0: very, no. Like it's, I said, they were they were trying to do too much, and they ended up doing too little.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's almost like offensive in its blandness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess it, it did better than than um, than we remember it doing. How it? But, do? uh, like songs charted and stuff. But I don't know. In two thousand fourteen, how much of like the regular radio, like terrestrial top forty radio, was anybody listening to?
2: It's fucking uh, Katy like Perry, a... Miley, Miley Cyrus, and shit. No.
1: Yeah, I mean, no okay. The, the the overall album uh, peaked at like five in Canada here, and in the states, it did number nine. So it did better in Canada than it did in the states. Don't I people it's have to buy low...
2: the album to chart it?
1: Well, so that caused the whole thing. Apparently, that it uh, took a while for them to aggregate the proper numbers because it was the first time anybody had just been given an album like that, other than. You know when it had been leaked or potentially, you know, Radiohead had it put out like in rainbows and stuff online for Apparent- people to download. But apparently, it cost was, people a hundred million. It lost the money. No, it caught. Uh, you. Apple
2: yeah. paid. Apple paid a hundred million for the promotion.
1: Holy shit! Yikes! Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, it was a PR nightmare for sure. Yeah. I mean, most people, and the funny thing is, then they report that oh, out of the ninety some million people that, you know, had it downloaded to their phones automatically. Uh, at least 80-some million of those people listened to at least one song. I guess I was one of those people. <laughs> that but counts. Like, that makes it count. So, but, like, you're going to brag about that? Like, so 80 million listened to, to the miracle of Joey Ramone. <laughs> right? Yeah. And for and then some they reason... deleted
2: the rest of the album.
1: Exactly. Well, like, I think that was a like thing,
0: too, right? Like, Apple had to put out after the album was released onto everyone's phones a little while later, they actually had to put out as a company, the steps on how to properly delete it. If you wanted to Right? that's how, that's (laughs) how angry people were. They were like, fine, look, we tried to give you this thing. You don't want it. These are the steps you have to take to take it off of your iPod. God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was one of those people that looked it up right (laughs) away. It was like, how the fuck do I get rid of this bullshit? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, like, how sad is it that it's basically digital spam? Like, here you go. Our music is no better than fucking junk mail in your email. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and saying all this, I intentionally downloaded some of Corey Feldman's music. All right. So, you mm. know, like. <laughs> it's better than this album. Uh, that's debatable. I, I I
2: love that fucking Macho Man Randy Savage album. So look who's talking.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Out of the albums we've done so far, where would this one rank?
2: In the shit scale?
1: Yeah, between um, Macho Man and uh, Metallica's uh, St. Anger.
2: Where do you put this one? Two. Charlie?
0: Two out of three. Macho Man, obviously, you know, right at the top. Better than this. And then, you know, this one. And then Metallica.
2: I agree with Charlie, and I hate hmm. this album. But hmm. that's how annoying the Metallica album was.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
2: This is easier uh, to listen to than the Metallica album. Yeah, that's definitely this one is gives me stress.
1: On the on on a on a technical, yeah, I I don't know. The, the Metallica album's hard to listen to. It was definitely a more interesting listen than this was. There was more <laughs> to like. There was more to like listen to that was like that's interesting what a weird choice right this one was more like okay. yeah of course they made that choice of course they made that choice um mm. um hmm yeah it's kind of a tie really between this and macho man
0: you put you put they're just, uh they're like both you so you put Metallica first well okay
1: they're they're okay is this better than saint anger yes Ooh, technically yeah <laughs> <laughs> is this better than Macho Man? Oh, no yeah, It doesn't matter, nothing matters No But is it worse? No It's about the same level of <laughs> Meh <laughs> Like, it's just wow. meh It's it's just so meh yeah. I don't know I, Here's like the I said, difference it's, though it's a fierce Actually, I think the, the Macho Man album Is worse because it's disappointing This one didn't disappoint me at all Okay. You know what I'm saying. You you went this into, one I expected to be no, bad. This is not going to be. Great. Or, you know, and it didn't. It's not that I was like, yep, I was right. It was bad. It was like, nah, that's pretty much what I expect. It's like going to a movie when you have your expectations lowered. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. But I had so much hope for the Macho Man album. There was potential there, <laughs> and it just didn't live up to it. So I'm taking it back. Taking it. <laughs> I'm now. taking it back. <laughs> Speaking hey, of Corey that's Feldman. That's <laughs> All right, well, I think, uh, what else can be said? Anything else, or is that it? Have we said everything that can be said? Anybody have any other points they want to make about Songs of Innocence?
0: Uh, excuse me, Edge, this really sucks. Maybe we shouldn't do this. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody should have. Somebody somebody should have sat fucking Bono down or Edge down <laughs> around 2000, and, or not 2000, even 1990, whatever it was yeah. and been like. Yeah. I was telling
0: you I was on board to like 96 or 98 or whenever that pop came out and yeah. then after that is when they yeah. lost music.
1: I was out I was out before that for sure they're definitely okay. a and band a that
2: uh, they're definitely a band that uh will always be I think their legacy is going to be touring if touring ever comes back you know uh they're gonna be one of those bands that you'll go see forever but you'll never fucking buy their new album. And they've yeah, been that band know, for a long time. That's, they're, they're, that's they're, they're Bon Jovi. That's like the Stones. That's like they're all those bands that they will sell out an arena every time. Mm. But everyone wants to hear the old shit.
1: Right? Yeah, it's because you want to hear "Bullet the Blue Sky." You don't want to hear "Fucking the Fucking Miracle." <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah, you're going to hear where the streets have no name. You're not you're not going to hear uh mm-hmm. "Volcano." <laughs> I wouldn't so mind be the one guy. Volcano. I'd be the one guy there that goes like, oh, fuck, they're playing oh, Volcano. Cool volcano. Yeah. And everybody would be like, what?
2: Everyone's in the bathroom. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. In the beer line, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, right. Well, I guess everything's said that needs to be said. So <laughs> let's move on. Thank you yeah. so much for, for joining us on our journey today. I mean, you know, if you're playing the home game... Good for you. You're a real trooper if you're, if you're uh, downloading these albums and listening to them at home. And hey, maybe get some opinions about them and you want to let us know. Maybe uh, this is the greatest album you've ever heard and it blew your mind and you can't wait to tell the world. Well, you can tell us first. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media. If you go to linktr.ee slash l 2 pod. That's our Linktree slash L2L pod. That's got all of our social medias on there. So you can just go on all of them, you know, pick, pick and choose which ones you like. You can have it all. I, I don't know. Do, you, do I have to say the whole fucking mouthful of them every single time? Yeah. So many. No. And, but and please, I don't I really you know like. About Linktree. Fine. Why just go to fucking Instagram. Why don't
2: go we, go do why we get it? l 2 Those things are expensive.
1: No, that's so you nice. got to go to PayPal, paypal.com, no, not PayPal. Actually go to PayPal. <laughs> That'd be great. Go to
0: <laughs> PayPal and send us some money. Go to Patreon. Yeah, let's just .com. cut out the
1: middle, man. Get get, get rid of Patreon. Patreon.com slash learning to listen. And uh, yeah, we're, we're getting close. We're hitting some of our goals. So, you know, if we keep hitting our goals, yeah, we can simplify things. And instead of a link tree, we can have a real website. Uh, that's patreon.com slash learning to listen. Help us out um and uh yeah also there is an email learning to listen podcast at gmail.com uh you can send us your thoughts uh, your feelings um you know, just tell us how you're doing you know we'd like to hear from you all right like t- i don't know tell I us know about your cat they yeah yeah call us too we want to hear your lovely voice naomi how do they oh. call us
2: oh shit i don't have the graphic pulled up wait <laughs> i planned this really well they can call us.
1: I love how prepared we get for these bargaining oh, shows. We put about as much effort into them as the artists put into their fucking albums.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. I can't find the number. Owner, come to dinner. Oh, I, okay. You can call us and leave us a voicemail that we might feature on the show. 780
1: 851 8785. Nicely done. Okay, well. I don't know. I think that's it. That's all. That's a show, right? I think it, it is. That's, that's all a, she said. It's a show. That's it? All right. I don't know, Charlie. You got something to play us out with there? Um, you know what? Here's this.
0: Thank you very much, Edge. You now, you please get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Bye.
2: The music was fun, and then it got really dark for a while, a little bit anti-establishment. But the next Mm -hmm. thing you knew, it was totally fun again. So many artists came and went, and left us wondering, what are they doing now? This podcast isn't about the heavy hitters who are still making millions. It's about everyone else, the ones whose careers didn't really leave that decade, and kind of just still live in our memory. So you mean Vanilla Ice had another song? We all know what happened to Marky Mark, but what about the Funky Bunch? Who were the KLF? And why did Tammy Wynette record a song with an electro dance band that topped the charts? Two genres that specifically defined the 90s. What were freestyle and New Jack Swing all about? Did you know that Blossom star Joey Lawrence had a huge pop hit? Or that Alanis Morissette had a really hot pop career in Canada before *Dragged Little Pill? Special guests will also be joining me to discuss the great era of glitter, grunge, thin eyebrows, hammer pants, and total ridiculousness. We're even setting up some interviews with some of the musicians that define the times. Okay, so if you're older than 30, you might be sitting here going, Man, I totally remember that song, but I have no idea who does that. Well then, you better listen and find out. I'm Naomi Carmack, host of the ultimate 90s podcast, Dope Dope Nostalgia. Nostalgia. You're going to be busting the move again, coming in early 2020. (laughs) You want to follow us so that you know when we go live? Check out our Twitter, at Nostalgia Dope or you can find us on Instagram at dope underscore nostalgia. If you've got a question or you just want to be on the show, email us at dope nostalgia podcast at gmail.com.